GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. And welcome, everybody, to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern, and we talk about guns. And each night we have different topics. And on Thursday, it's travel and training. So what we're talking about today is 2A travel in 2022. Did I open that door? I guess... uh. We'll uh, mention that there is a poll, so you can vote on where you'd like to go. If that is Gun Rights Policy Conference coming up in Texas in September. If it's the USCCA Expo coming up in Texas in November. Wanamaker's Gun Show in Tulsa in November. And then we've got SHOT Show coming up in Vegas next January. So if anybody's joining us tonight live, welcome. Uh, feel free to comment. We leave about a quarter to a third of the screen here when we film this thing live on the YouTube. And then we... Uh... Sorry, I'm distracted by something here. I'm going to throw another commercial in here and try to kill a cricket. I'll be back in a minute. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. did kill one. First can tell when I'm about to start the show and they start making all their dang noises. All right. So here we go. Uh, 
Yeah, so we got three different, uh, four different things you can vote for. If you see one jumping around, kill it and quit looking at it. She looks at them. She thinks they're funny, like little friends of hers. She gets kind of mad when I kill them. Man, are they noisy. All right, so we've got five votes for Wanamakers. What's up with that? I guess that's what we'll uh, be watching tonight. So today is Thursday. Like I say, we can talk about uh, travel on Thursday. We can talk about training on Thursday. Doesn't necessarily alternate, but what's going on with my mouse? What is going on? Huh, that's super weird. My mouse is breaking. Uh, let's see. Got uh, two live moo out there and Woods. Good evening. Tiny bolt gun. What is that thing? All right. Going to have another commercial here. Here you go kill another creek. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. They live in underneath of these toolboxes. All right, so uh, we've got six votes in now one for your CCA and the others for the Wanamaker stuff. So, how are we going to figure out where all we could travel in 2022 in, well, 42A? Well, we go to guncalendars.com. That's a good place to start. Go over to gun calendars and why is this computer running so poorly? Is it just hot? It is super hot. So we had over gun calendars. Get into firearms events. And we can see some stuff that's still going on for the rest of the year. So we're still in June, so we still got quite a while to go. We got the uh, Southeast Outdoor Writers. What is that? Southeast oh, Outdoor Press Association. That's what that is. Got their show coming up in June. Well, that already happened. I guess I should be paying more attention to the date. Today is June... 16th so we already had blade show and we already had stupid nra show and we got the gun prom is the next thing coming up this saturday in 
out in Mission Valley, California, wherever that is. So Gun Prom is like a fancy dress get-together for gun people in California to uh, kind of like a state-level get-together, which uh, happens actually quite a bit. NRA shows or NRA get-togethers are sometimes black tie, and other organizations will have like a fancy get-together once in a while. Uh, so it's sort of that sort of thing. Kind of cool. They had a couple of different giveaways for tickets. I think it's like 90 bucks, 100 bucks to get a ticket. So it's not inexpensive, but you're helping to fundraise for a good organization, right? Not much else. Oh, no, the next thing in June would be up in Nebraska, the 4-H championships. So what we're looking at is an image that we put together, thanks to our Patreons, over on guncalendars.com, which talks about stuff that's still... What the hell? Stuff that's still happening this year. And if I can get my computer to work regularly. Seriously? I guess it's because it's hot. Trying to make it big enough here on the screen. All right, that makes it a little easier to see, maybe. We've got... After gun prom will be OFAS, the Oklahoma Full Auto Shoot and Trade Show. That's uh, June 25th and 26th. And then the next thing that's coming up is in Nebraska, and that'll be the 4-H National Championships where all the 4-H shooters get together. I think that's actually quite a long thing from July or from June 26th to July 1st. The only other thing that happens in July is at the end of July. So basically, the Second Amendment takes July off, I guess. Um, uh, then after the, or at the end of July, we have Legally Armed in Detroit's um, event where they train ladies for a weekend. And... Thousands of ladies, so a whole bunch of instructors will show up to be part of it. And they'll give ladies an orientation and a familiarization and time on the range. So it's an abbreviated um, safety class and a bit of an orientation. Then we've got the uh, ANME trade show coming up in August, which is the only thing happening in August. And it's not even early 2A. It's more like a uh, trade show for surplus stores something to do in vegas then we've got amcon coming up the day before grpc that'll be in dallas and then grpc the last day of september into august 2nd that'll be the 37th annual gun rights policy conference and we'll see how many people show up to that it'll be I guess the second year they've gone back to doing it live. Or no, the first year they've gone back to doing it live. The second year Amcon went back to doing it live. And we'll see what kind of response it gets. Then there's the uh, Ohio Cartridge Collector Show. That's in Ohio, a, a show for cart uh, ammunition collectors put on by the International Ammunition Association, Collectors Association. Then there's the uh, Blade Show in Salt Lake City coming up on October 7th and 8th. We got TriggerCon also on October 7th and 8th. Uh, so I've got three different things happening on October 7th and 8th. What's up with that? Uh, TriggerCon happened up in the West Pacific Northwest for a long time. Well, for a couple of years. 
never had a real good run. It uh, started out with a lot of hope and a lot of uh, following a bunch of what other people were doing. And it was going to be like, hey, we're doing this up in the Pacific Northwest. And they invited a bunch of people and they got quite a bit of interest and reach. And then they had it in a venue that didn't allow constitutional or didn't allow concealed carry. So that alienated quite a few people. And then they continued to have it in that venue and that drove people from it. And then they had issues with the venue and it's never really fully recovered. Then it went off for a couple of years and now it's showing up in Kansas. So possibility for a whole new thing happening in Kansas, different group of people, I'm sure showing up in Kansas versus Washington state, different bunch of expectations. And there's a couple of years worth of, uh, time on the clock with other organizations, other projects doing their thing in a similar way. And I think, is this one going to be outdoors? I think Gizzard will be there. Is this one going to be at an outdoors venue or is this one also indoors? So that'll be a two-day event, 7th and 8th, like all those other events. Then at the end of October, I was almost going to put this into the list but i figured nobody would go but uh big sandy machine gun shoot which is now the largest machine gun shoot in the united states happens twice a year here in the deserts of arizona about halfway between well, about halfway between phoenix now yeah, let's just say halfway between phoenix and vegas and in the middle of nowhere uh it's a really cool place and you kind of have to want to be there it's no givens there's no bathrooms there's no roads out well there's a road out there but there's no paved roads out there and uh, no facilities at all. There's just rocks and the sun and a bunch of machine guns. It's pretty awesome. Lots of people show up. Spectators are welcomed or at least um, allowed. And yeah, a lot of fun is had by all. Then we have what looks like the 2022 North American Sporting Goods Wholesaler Exposition is happening in Kansas City, Missouri which is uh, kind of like a tiny shot show for a regional sporting goods wholesaler. And uh, one of the little shot shows that happened a long time ago, and then they all turned into shot show or they all got kind of taken over by shot show. So this one is its own thing and it's still going. If you're no gun blast, they're the ones that go to the, well, they used to go to this one all the time. I don't know if they still go. And uh, this one kind of gives you sometimes a sneak preview of some things before SHOT Show. But usually when it's in November, not when it's in October. So, I mean, that could happen in October if somebody's got something ready to go and they want to premiere it this far ahead of SHOT Show. It is possible. And it is before Christmas. So if somebody wanted to promote something or debut something right before Christmas, this might be the show to do it at. It's sort of like a little tiny shot show. It's kind of like the NRA show, except without all the NRA members. Uh, it's just the, the different companies that want to go show up. And it's mostly gun shops, I think, that are there. Mostly gun shops shopping around. So it's more like a little shot show than anything else. I've never been to it. I think it travels. And one day I'd hope to like check it out. It seems pretty neat. Then we have the uh, nothing else in October. So then November, we've got Tulsa. Wanamakers is the largest gun show in the world. It happens in October. Something like, is it 11 or 14 acres? I think it's 11 acres inside of one building. 4,000 tables. 
it dwarfs any other kind of gun show and it's, it's definitely unique it's just a two-day show and it's massive so you can attend it once and say you've been there but to really master it you have to go there quite a few times and then get ready to deal with how it changes but amazing opportunity to check out the gun community twice a year uh, the november show is typically a little bit more focused on hunting and maybe a little bit more focused on gifts but it's hard to say with 4,000 tables, it's not really anything, but it does change a little bit in November. So it's, if you haven't been to one or both, then you might want to check out each to see the differences. Let's see, after that would be the SAR show, the first weekend in December, sometimes the last day of November, but usually the first weekend of December is the small arms review show in, in uh, the Phoenix fairgrounds in, in Arizona here. That's been going on since 90 or 91, and it is the largest gun show this side of Tulsa. So the largest gun show in the country on this side of the country. And there's a big gun show in Virginia that I haven't been to yet. I have to go see if that one's bigger than SAR show or not. SAR show is a big gun show. I'm trying to remember how many tables now, and I'm not remembering. Is it 2000 or something it's a lot of tables it's as big as a gun show in arizona can be and then a whole nother building of full auto belt fed tripod mounted stuff from the sar show which is super fun been going to that show i don't know since the beginning pretty much and i don't go every single year but i've gone to most of them and the the relationships and the friends and the the collecting that's been going on there is just it's amazing it's a lot of fun of course it's degrading like everything else gun shows you get from gun shows what you put into them and most people ignore gun shows therefore gun shows get weird and gun shows get small and they get kind of crazy but at the same time there's a lot of stuff that happens at gun shows that's only going to happen at gun shows and that usually shows up at the big ones because it's going to keep happening. And that's SARS, one of those shows. So it's a unique show. The regular gun show happens, and then SAR happens also. So it's it's fun. Then you get some time off for the holidays, for your Christmas. Usually the ATF will come after us for some sort of an infringement. And then we have uh, January. And the thing that starts out the year is SHOT Show, the Shooting and Hunting Outdoor Trade Show, SHOT Show. And it's uh, put on by the NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, which is the industry's organization. You know, we have NRA for sort of oh, general marksmanship and safety and education and hunter's ed and infrastructure and tradition and uh, scholarships and organization of shooting events and three major museums and all the artifacts that are donated to the NRA in 150 years to fill those museums and the libraries. They have a library at least two of the museums that I've been into that are larger than, well, most bookshops. And these are firearms libraries. Uh, so the NRA is in charge of all of that. And then, of course, some lobbying and some uh, political work and then some other stuff. And... Um, What was I even talking about the NRA for? So anyway, the uh, SHOT Show, I guess, then let's talk about SHOT Show. So SHOT Show is 
uh, in Vegas. In oh, I was saying that the NRA is sort of our industries or our communities organization. And then you've got the little tiny organizations that nibble at the NRA's ankles, I guess. You know, the organizations that bring in less than $10 million a year and the, in the NRA's $300 million. One of the organizations that brings in between the NRA's $245 million and the other organization's $16 million is the NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation. And they bring in, I don't know, 11 million for SHOT Show and then some other amount of millions to help with regulation and facilitation between industry and uh, government. So just as the individuals like to have organizations to help accomplish all the things that I just rambled off there for the NRA and just be, you know, just like that, the organizations like to have something that gives the organizations a voice, a opportunity to work together a collaborative entity or an entity that can that can incorporate collaborative efforts and that's what nssf does they've started they started uh from uh with like i think they started from oh crap when did they start they started from a senator i think who kind of had the idea a long time ago and then uh kind of developed from there as kind of a champion for the industry and to do things like put the hunter orange campaign uh to get uh the antis off of our backs back in the olden days so if we go into Minuteman and we go down to gun owners rights groups and these are listed chronologically so you got the nra starting in 1871 what 1871 that's a hundred years older than most people you talk to yeah 150 years old and then you get NSSF. So Sammy is the uh, one that makes cartridges and everybody agrees on that. And then you get NSSF in 1961. So let's see, looks like, oh, I don't have a very good history of it here at all. They actually have a very good history of their own history out there. And I just didn't put too much in. Oh, I guess I have some of it here. Um, no, I don't really have it all in here. So basically, though, there was a bunch of smaller regional organizations to facilitate manufacturers and gun shops working together, right, to be the middleman between manufacturers and gun shops. And those regional, um, those regional uh, shows were too much of a hassle for the industry to attend. If some manufacturer wanted to attend each of those shows, it would have been a real pain. So let's take a look from 1961 to 2011. So NSSF has been a trade association since 1961, a fairly typical such description one would think to promote, protect and preserve hunting and the shooting sports. Seems pretty straightforward. It has 6,000 members representing manufacturers, wholesalers, retailers, gun clubs, shooting ranges, outdoor media, safety, and conservation groups. NSSF is by far the largest association representing the trade, so you might suppose it to be best known. Well, you'd be mistaken, and that's about true because nobody knows what it is except for people that pay attention. So it looks like the buckskin-clad hunter moved silently through the tall prairie grass 
till he came to the crest of the ridge. In front of him, the pale yellow landscape stretched out as far as the eye could see. The hunter scouts had done their job well. Soon he could see a long ribbon of buffalo to his right, working their way upward, upwind through the valley below him. As the herd passed in front of him, come on, come on. He nestled the stock of his well-worn sharps to his shoulder and began to go to work slaughtering an entire species to fuck with a bunch of people that were native to the area. Oh, wait, they didn't put that in there. The range that extended from central Canada and blah, blah, blah. So Roosevelt. So they're talking about in the United States, which is probably pretty interesting. Uh, then the, let's see, Guns and Ammo magazine covered the second national conference on the shooting sports in New York City. The image shows Harmon Williams of Browning making the motion to establish the National Shooting Sports Foundation. The first logo utilized a shield motif, either in black and white or in red, white, and blue. The NSF's original mission statement to create a better public understanding of and a more active partic participation in the shooting sports. So in 1961, Guns and Ammo magazine, which does anyone remember where Guns and Ammo magazine comes from? They had a conference, two conferences on shooting sports. And when they held this one in New York City, uh, Harlan Williams, Harmon Williams got up and said, we should have a foundation that basically, you know, makes these, these conferences happen. And then pretty close after that, I think, is how it works. We've got SHOT Show starting up. So that's that dude, Field and Stream. Let's see, sportsman's editor, Field and Stream. For 27 years, Warren Page was a driving force in the creation of the NSSF. The early years, NSSF outreach, they created a bunch of information about the gun industry. Then you got the Hunter's Orange. One of their earliest safety initiatives was the nationwide effort to promote the use of Hunter Orange clothing. They uh, helped with getting the word out to some of the celebrities and stuff out there. Uh, then you've got behind the scenes helping out with conservation and with safety and with the what we would call now the optics of the sport. This is Tally. So Bill Tally of Winchester and chairman of the NSS Board of Governors from 72 to 81. I always wonder if that's the same Tally that owns uh, North American Arms. So then you get the uh, first uh, shot shows. Jimmy Carter went to it, I guess. Anyway, so you get shot, you get NSSF. They're a... Uh, Oh, goodness, what's happening here? They're a uh, organization for the com for the industry. And then they get together at once a year in Vegas and spend four days letting gun shops browse all the different stuff that's for sale by the different manufacturers. And it allows the, the wholesalers and the distributors, the merchandise, I don't know what you call it, like the middlemen, the people that have giant warehouses and inventory everything, they get to hang out and see what's going on. So gun shops will typically work with one or more wholesalers and those gun shops will go up to a wholesaler and say, what's good at SHOT Show, right? 
and they'll say, oh, I don't know, we're trying to work with Smith and Wesson and Ruger and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, that wholesaler will know what the gun shop is interested in. So they're not going to bother the gun shop with Glocks if they hate them, and they're not going to bother them with CZs if they hate them, right? And they're not going to bother them with shotguns if they hate them. But if they love them, that's what they're going to tell them about. So the, the distributors and the wholesalers, they're figuring out how much they can buy from Smith and Wesson and Glock and everybody else to be attractive buyers. And they're trying to suck up to their gun shops so that they can get as many orders as they can. So Glock is trying to impress everybody because a lot of gun shops are there and they're trying to say, hey, buy our new models or whatever. And then you got those wholesalers that are like, all right, we got 17 gun shops and they're going to buy this many guns so we can buy this big an order. And then other wholesalers going to come up and say, well, we've got this many shops and we can buy this many guns. So there's stuff happening on like six different levels at SHOT Show. That goes on for like four days. And then you got a whole bunch of media running around acting like they own the place, even though there's like barely 2,000 of us or something to the 60,000 other people that are there. It's uh, pretty neat to walk around and just see the industry doing its thing, knowing that those people in those booths are going to take the booths down, go home maybe for a minute, but more than likely start heading over to Pennsylvania and those booths are going to be taken down at SHOT Show, and then they're almost immediately going to be put up again at the Great American Outdoor Show just a couple of days later, January 20th to February 4th. So they got about 10 days to drag all that stuff. they got to drive it. You know, They're going to drag it all the way to Pennsylvania, set it up for eight days worth of just, of just what, uh, exhibition. And then they head off to other things. I don't put all the different trade shows in here, but there are quite a few. Quite a few that are focused on the industry, a couple, well, quite a few that are focused on military, a couple that are focused on police, and then a couple that are focused on stupid media posers. And uh, that's what we get nowadays. So this is um, the gist of what's happening the rest of this year, but I don't have everything in here. I'm missing, uh, what's it called, Red October, uh, Kalashnikov focused, cosplay type event that's the evolution of gun shows in vegas we've got um uh something else happening in utah that i remember there's the dc rally in september for the dc project that i didn't put on here because i wasn't sure if that was for everybody and then uh, a couple other things that i know are not on here yet so with that we've spent 30 minutes talking about events the rest of the year We'll jump back over to here. And if you want to check this out, you can. It's over on Minuteman University slash firearms dash events. Because there's a space in between. So whenever there's a space in a URL, they put a dash. That's why all those dashes show up. So uh, we'll get rid of that graphic. If you want to print it, though, you can print it. Just right-click on it and print. Or here's the direct link to the image if you want to just download it and print it comes out pretty decent on a piece of paper. All right, we're looking at the poll over here. And of the four places you had options to go, no one's going to Gun Rights Policy Conference. Uh, no one's going to SHOT Show. How interesting is that? It's a couple of people, three of you are going to USCCA, and seven of you, 11 of, eight of you are going to Wanamaker's. Interesting, interesting. We'll leave that poll up for a minute. Let's go down into the description of this video and check out what else we're going to look at today. First off, our featured Gun Channel's member of the day is Gizzard, this guy. So 
we have gun channels, right? Gun channel started in 2013 and for however many years and seven years, I guess it was a, uh, forum, a play, not forum, way bigger than that. It was an, it was a community an online, a place online for folks to get together and hang out and communicate and ideally to, uh, uh, promote activism and awareness for the second amendment. A uh, bunch of people uh, hung out there. We had about a million views a month at the norm at when it was going good and, you know, kind of went up or down from there depending, but uh, you know, I averaged quite a bit of use and lots of people were using it for lots of different things. It was called gun channels because you could post your project over there as a channel and then others could hang out and participate in your project or with your project uh, through chat rooms and in posts and pictures and all kinds of shared stuff. Kind of like Discord, except we owned it and it wasn't in the basement. You didn't have to have a secret knock. Everybody could find it and everybody could hang out. Um, let's see. But uh, in those days, we sort of created uh, some traditions, I guess. And one of those is getting together and hanging out and having conversations the way that we would at the gun show or at the range or maybe at a gun shop if it's the kind of gun shop that has a coffee pot and a couch, you know, and kind of encourages you to hang out and enjoy yourself and shoot the shit. So we had these shoot the shit sessions. And then what happened was whenever we needed to, just like now, when the appointment for the ATF director is sitting there waiting for senators to vote, actually being pushed on senators to vote. You know, we could say, hey, everybody hangs out. We all know the importance of this. We all know it takes maybe three minutes to make this phone call. And by encouraging other people to do the same, we're compounding or um, doubling down on our reach, our ability to influence these senators. And every once in a while, if you're not reaching out and making your senators do something you want, are they even your senators or are you just an audience, right? So with having a gun channels around it gave us the opportunity to have people who knew what was up with this stuff and i think we had a pretty good distribution channel of getting the word out over there one of the ways we did that is having long format conversations and those started with a guy named pink uh, who would leave for work and open up a room and trust a bunch of people to hang out in a room on one of his accounts that was just open for eight hours until he came home from work and during that time, it was overnight, people would join in and hang out and have conversations and get become friends and hate each other and hang out and do things and all kinds of stuff happened in those things. It was a lot of fun. And then uh, other people started to do the same. And one of those was Knives, Mr. Knives, who shows up every once in a while. Everybody knows him as the uh, connoisseur of chocolate from California. And Knives would open up rooms throughout the day and... Uh, have a conversation, host a conversation for people. And again, when something important would come up, when something uh, stressful would happen, we had a common place that we could hang out and get information. So we knew that we had people that knew about that or this or the other thing, and we, they could come in and, and offer some insight. So it was a really cool time. Now that Gun Channels is gone, we have people that are continuing that um, tradition and that uh, facilitate in that and the number one dude i think is gizzard is there anybody else with long with long format shows really that are open to everybody really uh no maybe no not really not that are just open so uh gizzard and a couple other people do like one hour shows and then 
they'll be on topic and they'll be trying to promote something usually. Gizzard is just trying to keep a conversation going from as far as I can tell and uh, not necessarily uh, requiring the people hang out in his chat, but also making a chat available every single Friday and every single Sunday. It's a commitment that most people take for granted and is completely overlooked by many. So we like to take a moment on each show and start to uh, focus on a gun channels member. So we're starting that tradition back off again with Gizzard. Kansas Firearms and Pro 8 Pro 2A podcaster and social media creator, Guns and Gear Reviews, Second Amendment Activism, Industry Event Coverage, and Live Panel Discussion. From the perspective of an older guy who began, began his modern firearms journey at age 55. That's crazy. I'm not even that old yet. That's awesome, Gizzard. Thanks for being out there, and thanks for doing what you do. Everybody should not take Gizzard for granted. Don't take your Gizzards for granted. You don't get that many gizzards in life. How many gizzards are there? Really? How many gizzards have you known? There are not that many of them. So let's see. What else? Uh, training Thursday, which we didn't really do. It's more of a travel Thursday. Um, back in the old days, it was a lot of emphasis on CCW. I don't really have that emphasis anymore. Actually, I never did. It was the other guys that cared more about that stuff. So we'll talk about a gun shop of the day. That's something else I want to bring back, and I'll attempt to do so on the Daily Gun Show. Uh, we have the Daily Gun Show is only every weekday. So right off the bat, we don't even have 365 days. I don't know if there's a way to do the math to know how many weekdays there are in a year, but that's technically how many times we have an opportunity to feature a gun shop. And if that's anywhere near 200 days, then that's how many gun shops I've been to. And I still go to gun shops and I like to feature all of them. So this is one that I have not been to though. At least I don't remember being to it. It's called Almonds and it's in Minnesota. So I've only been to a couple in Minnesota and I do not remember this one. Wait a minute. No, I'm thinking of one I went to with pink in Ohio. So this one looks a lot like one I went to in Ohio, but it ain't. And so somebody must have recommended this. There was a dude from Minnesota back in the day that hung out on gun channels, and he might have recommended it. But how cool is this? Almonds is the largest source of gun parts in the upper Midwest. If we don't have it, chances are you won't find it anyplace else. With thousands of guns in stock, we are home of the largest selection of firearms in southern Minnesota. We have almost every gun there is. Come in and shop our huge selection. So first off, you can see all these safes, which are pretty neat. But look at that selection of guns. That's pretty cool. You notice there's guns on the roof, right? And they got price tags on them. I don't know why there's this guy in here. He must run the place or something. And then it's got this. So is this the outside of the place? Like, I don't know what's going on here, but that's pretty cool. I don't know. I can't make it stop there. This is indicating that they do something outside, right? There's earmuffs and stuff. And now look at this. People wearing earmuffs. There's all kinds of pop-ups. It says homemade pie. It said t-shirts for $5. All these safes, they're browning, which isn't that great. But guns all on the wall behind it. Tons of guns. Look how many shotguns. I mean, they're almost all shotguns, but still. There must be some ARs in this place. Uh, pretty interesting. And they say they have a lot of um, parts also. All kinds of gunsmithing questions here. Has anybody been to Almonds? Then it says Shooters Roundup 2022. So each year, the fourth weekend of August, Almonds presents the greatest shooting show you'll ever see, Shooters Roundup. Here's a brief list of what takes place. 
gun or factory gun testing. Nearly all the major gun companies set up test ranges where you can fire their guns. Many offer free shooting, some charge for ammo. Exotic gun testing. Have you ever had the urge to shoot a machine gun or a 50 cal? How about blasting a Chevy with a Browning? Or knock out one of Saddam's tanks with a 25? You can do all this legally at the Shooter's Roundup. Zombie Safari, Castle of Doom, a Wilderness Hunt. One of our most popular events, or our most popular event. You'll face 15 challenges that demand proficiency with a shotgun, rifle, handgun, bow, knife, and a few others we'll toss in to keep you awake. Score high and win guns with other valuable prizes. What the hell? Prize hunt. If you don't care for the physical demands of the wilderness hunt, try our prize hunt. Locate all 20 sites and qualify for valuable prizes. They have like a freaking test inside of a quiz. That's amazing. Old West Melodrama. You'll cry when Sweet Sally is gunned down. She'll gasp when cowboys fall from the rooftops. You'll applaud when the posse gets black bark. You'll love this half-hour show with its cast of 20. Two shows daily. So that explains that little mock-up of the city. They're doing an old Tucson type of thing out there, which is like an old West dramatization. Shooting entertainers. One of the highlights of the roundup is viewing the stage shows. Throughout the day, skilled exhibition shooters will dazzle you with their shooting abilities. Most performances are 20 to 30 minutes, sit-down shows, with eight different stages running throughout the day. You can pick and choose the ones you wish to view. Times are staggered, so you can watch them all if you'd like. Shopping for the shoot for shooting. There's over 150 vendors at the Shooters Roundup for you to check out. And if you don't like what you're looking for, check out the gun store, which has over 5,000 guns on display. What's it cost? $10 with free parking and some free shooting. Children under 10, free. Wilderness Hunt, 30 bucks. Includes general admission and shooting. You won't find another event this side of the Mississippi. I'll tell you what, you won't find that event anywhere. That's a unique event. For only 10 bucks, of course, you get to test fire every single gun, enter every contest, and pork out at the food stands. If you run up the tab a bit, oh no, if you test fire every gun and pork out at the food stands, you can run up a tab but you'll have a blast doing it. I mean, seriously, come on, man. This is what gun shops are all about. Part of the community, doing stuff that's above and beyond, looking cool, doing it, and then let's click on this Delta 22 thing. What's up with that? Delta 22 at Almonds. Prepare for anarchy in one of the world's, or one of the nation's biggest three-gun shoots. June 25th, so that's about to happen. Are you kidding me? That's about to happen. Look at all those vendors. And are they going to tell us? Delta Home Info. I'm assuming they're going to tell us a bunch of stuff. One of the biggest shooting matches in the nation. 20 shooting stages for handgun, rifle, or shotgun, or all three. Each stage has a theme. It may be zombie shoot showdown, a shootout on a 747, a drive-by cat shoot, or just plain kick-ass three-gun assault at the Mexican border. Holy shit. This is a fun shoot, not a competition. Therefore, you may shoot any and all stages as many times as you'd like. If you're a number, if you're a level one shooter, you can sign up early and take a course with a five-hour defensive handgun course. The shoot will be held at the shooting range in Morrison, Minnesota, which nobody knows where that is. With over 93 acres of shooting ranges, we have many activities year-round, including trap shoot, SWAT training. What do I need to bring? 
Our main goal is this is a lot of shooting, so bring plenty of ammo for rifle, pistol, and shotgun, spare mags. Blah blah blah. When is it? It's June 25th, Saturday. Shooting begins at 9 and ends at 5. Happy hour to follow at the Lucky Lady Dance Hall. This place seems crazy cool. So let's take a look at some pictures. I'm sure it's like a cosplay looking thing, sort of like that Red October I was talking about, only with a lot more bugs and green stuff and humidity and bugs. Let's not forget a lot of bugs. But, oh, it looks like much older people too. And except for that guy in a dress, nobody is cosplaying this one at all, really. It's a little bit different flavor than the other one. It's more like a bunch of three gunners hanging out. But it's in Wisconsin. It's in, yeah, wait, Minnesota. So you're going to get a bunch of Minnesotans there. All right, well, so there it is. Uh, almonds, gun shop, Minnesota. I guess I should go look at my comments over here, which I suggested I was going to look at earlier and then never did. Uh, let's see. Oh, the poll said next, so Gizzard is going to the uh, Wanamaker next. I got it. All right, well, I guess there isn't much going on. I thought there was more stuff going on over here. So nobody's really hanging out tonight live. Uh, we've got DJ out there, Woods, and Gizzard. Good evening. Uh, looks like Barbecue came by for a minute. But, uh, yeah, so I guess probably none of these guys have been to Almonds. Uh, I'm not sure who gave us this link. Uh, I'd have to look at where it is, and then maybe that would help. But cool shop, and that was our shop for today. If you've got a shop you'd like us to feature uh we're going to try to feature a shop every show going forward uh, again which is what we used to do and uh we're more than happy to include it if you've got stuff to talk tell us about it let us know otherwise uh we'll just make a bunch of stuff up all right with that we'll go to wait that's it so we got the poll over here yeah that's about it uh that brought us in just under an hour so we can end that poll. And it looks like Wanamaker did win with uh, USCCA coming in second. Wesley jumped in. Good afternoon. Yeah, so with that, we'll uh, wrap it up. I think I need to go find some more uh, of those events that are coming up. Like I mentioned, Red October and uh, the DC Project Rally. And a couple other things that I've heard of now that I found out about Almond's event. I want to put that on a calendar as well. So I'll be updating that calendar. I uh, guess I won't, I'm not going to bother doing that live. If you're interested, though, if you uh, build websites or you're interested in building a website or you just like to have some idea of the tech, let us know. I'm more than happy to help people that are building 2A projects with that kind of effort. Uh, just not going to waste time doing it live here, especially now that we're podcasting again. That's not doesn't really lend itself unless I'm narrating the whole thing doesn't really lend itself to the audio format so if you're out there listening on one of those audio podcasts we are uh, getting them out to pretty much all of the, the platforms now encouraging you to use the platforms to give us a like or a thumb up or a star or a happy face or whatever that platform happens to have that engages the mechanisms there to you know let people let the the platform know that people are listening to our show and that they're appreciated. Uh, it also uh, gives you, an, it's 
some opportunity to click some of them hearts and likes and stuff. Uh, we encourage you to do that to other channels that are out there too. There's quite a few radio shows that are efforting to get out there on the podcast platforms. Uh, one of them is Rapid Fire Radio, that uh, radio show from Massachusetts. And uh, they go live every Wednesday to record their show. Then there's a bunch of shows that happen on Saturday, Sundays. One of them is Gun Owners Radio out of California. That's the one that has Gun Prom that we talked about earlier. Uh, that show records their uh, radio show live and streams it to YouTube and then posts that as a podcast. I've seen that one on lots of different platforms. Ghost Tactical does his Armed Citizens Radio podcast on Tuesdays. Um, that one gets out on pretty much every platform. Uh, whenever Clover does one, he hardly ever does them, but when he does, he puts them out there onto the almost all the different platforms. You find that on the Clover Tech podcast. You've got Eye on the Target Radio that records their show on Sundays. Also puts them out on some of the podcasts. Another Sunday show is Come and Talk It out of Texas. In Austin, a gun shop does a radio show. And uh, we've been listening to that one for many years, back in the day, straight from their uh, radio station's website. Uh, they post out to a lot of the different uh, podcast uh, what the hell's going on with that? Do you hear that noise out there? Some trucks backing up for like an hour. Um, then what am I thinking? We had Liberty Watch Radio isn't on any of them, but that's Charles. I just mentioned that one anyway. Clover doesn't really do a podcast. DJ's asking if Clover does a podcast. He doesn't really do a podcast. He used to. He has done one before, but really what he does is... Is anything in my house doing that? No, okay, it ended. Um, what he does is post some things, and he calls them a podcast, and then he puts them up there occasionally, a couple of times a month or something. Let's see. So I already mentioned Rapid Fire Radio, one of the best radio shows hosted by a gun shop. You've got Gun Owners Radio out of California, putting in the good fight weekly on Sundays. You've got Come and Talk It, another gun sh shop that has, hosts a radio show liberty watch radio you've got um i on the target radio and then there's the other ones uh all of those are uh worth listening to most of them are on those various podcast platforms now if we start talking about other things like riding shotgun with charlie i guess he doesn't call it a podcast but he does post his shows out on those various podcast platforms uh, along with Charlie you're gonna find uh, some of the uh, military interview shows that I listen to again they don't really consider themselves podcasts maybe they do but they're out there uh, combat story and the team house both of those are worth listening to most of the time those are uh, uh, mostly audio I only hardly ever look at the screen if they're showing a picture which is very rarely all right, well, with that, uh, again, we're uh, wrapping this one up so that it hits about an hour, mainly because those podcast platforms like things to be about an hour or under. And uh, we'll come back tomorrow with our weekly wrap-up. On Fridays, we take a look at everything that happened throughout the week that was of value, that was authentic, and that was focused on 2A. And uh, we wrap it up. We take that information, uh, post it over on our blog, over on Patreon. 
We put it on our newsletter so that it's available to a bunch of people through their email and on some of the stream, uh, some of the feeds that the newsletter creates. And then uh, the video of that goes out to, let's see, Utreon, UGE Tube, and GunTube. We sometimes post those also over on, what's that thing called, Rumble? And then take the audio of it and post it all to those different podcast platforms that we were talking about before. All right, with that, well, uh, thank you for watching and listening. Thanks to DJ for dropping some links out there. And I don't think I'm missing anything. If I'm missing anything, I apologize. It's not for uh, intent. It's just because I'm scrolling really fast here and not really seeing. Oh, I did miss this one from Gizzard to put some time into typing a comment up here. Gizzard said, I've done my share of traveling in 2022. So for Shacho, Watermaker in April, NRAM, and Thunder on the Prairie, still have TriggerCon and Wanamaker in November. So Gizzard's definitely putting in some travel time in addition to the uh, time he puts into keeping those conversations going. So that's cool. Hopefully you're having fun. Uh, you got the new vehicle. So um, hopefully it's in, you enjoy, you're enjoying that. And um, I think we probably should bug Gizzard to get a dash cam because if he's going to be dig doing all that driving, it'd be interesting to see. He needs to have like giant, giant dash cam files also. All right. Well, with all that, thanks everybody for watching and listening. We will be back to pick you up later. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is free patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. Tonight's episode, That Was No Lady. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Do, 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 do.